Welcome back to Pancreas Pals, a podcast by diabetics for diabetics. I'm Emily, a writer and editor. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two women trying to live our best diabetic lives. While it might not always be easy due to the literal highs and lows, it always helps to have a pancreas pal to turn to. Hello, and welcome to Pancreas Pals. I'm Emily, a writer. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two type 1 diabetics trying to live our best lives. It's not always easy with the literal highs and lows, but it does help to have a pancreas pal to turn to. Hey guys, welcome to Pancreas Pals. Emily here. And Miriam. And this week, we are talking all things type 1 diabetes hacks. Um, it sounds a little cool. T1D hacks. Yeah, Miriam's been waiting to say that. <laughs> <I just> <laughs> It sounds a little clickbaity, but we were sitting here thinking, what haven't we covered so much about, you know, we're all about mental health and things like that. But this week, Mm -hmm. we wanted to talk about things that we've learned over our years of type one that may not be told to you by your doctors, and you don't really need medical, medical specific help for this. So uh, Miriam, how long have you had type one? Let's remind everyone. Um... 24 years it'll be 25 in March so yeah which is just reminding me I've been thinking for so long I'm like when I hit my 25th anniversary, I want to have a big party and realistically we'll still be in the midst of this pandemic, so <laughs> maybe I'll do like a virtual zoom like um, message us if you want to be in Miriam's virtual uh, <laughs> quarter quarter life diabetes uh, quarter century, quarter century. I think we need to do something to celebrate that so everyone stay tuned uh, big thing we'll probably be yeah. starting our season eight around that time anyway so maybe we'll just do like a big thing for Miriam um, but oh I've God. only well, had type one for six years. It'll be seven mm-hmm. around. It, it depends on my diagnosis story. Head to season one, episode one. Um, <laughs> it's a little confusing. I count May as my official diagnosis, but my doctors count March because they wanted. To, there's a lot of different things in there. I hope my insurance Emily, company. Isn't that kind of wild though that we? I still feel like we talk about you as if you're like a new diabetic, but it's six seven years. years Oh yeah, yeah it'll be seven. Six. Oh my god, it was seven. Feels so much older than six. Right? I don't know why. It's not so new it's anymore. It's not. You're... It's not. You yeah. Um, maybe I just cope by telling stripes. everyone that I'm new. I actually don't tell anyone that I'm newly diagnosed. Um, I haven't said that in years. I just talk about it like I am because every day is a new day with diabetes. <laughs> okay, so to kick off our hacks, um, let's start with some things that are a little bit more insulin pump specific or technology specific so if this doesn't apply to you Mm -hmm. don't worry we're going to talk about some other things that are um not technologically tech specific words are hard I took vacation this week and this is like my first time like semi working and it's been a beautiful week but also I don't remember how to stay on track for anything not that I did before lol um so Miriam We were talking about this. So for those of you who are listening who get some irritations from your insulin Mm -hmm. pump or Dexcom or Abbott Freestyle, whatever sites, uh, one hack that you've probably seen it. This might not be new to you, but if it is, you're welcome. You spray Flonase. um, I always see Flonase, but I'm sure you could spray some other kind of nasal antihistamine. Just check with your doctor first on your site. Make sure it dries a little bit and then put your adhesive on. And that Mm -hmm. will help you from some severe irritations. It should. It has in the past. 
And it works. Yeah, I had a certain, and this is another thing that's interesting I've noticed, and you probably have too, Emily, that certain sites or Dexcom even, or maybe the Omnipod, over time they kind of will change adhesive sometimes. Like they'll, they'll change the Formula. formulation. I don't even know. Um, and so certain times the adhesive will really bother you, and then sometimes it won't, um, kind of depending on how far through your boxes you are. But so I have, I don't need to use Flonase now, but I definitely have in the past, and it works. It kind of just puts this shield on your skin in a sense, like this non-allergic shield on you. So when you put the adhesive on it, it's like feels really protected. Um, I'm a big fan of that option. And because it's something that you spray into your body, you don't really have to worry Mm -hmm. about your site getting infected from it unless you're allergic to it. If you're allergic to Flonase, that's a whole other issue. But, um, you know, it's not a one size fits all situation, but it's definitely comforting to me to know that it's not just something over the counter that's only topical. Flonase is something Mm -hmm. that's prescribed or suggested by doctors and is completely safe for you to ingest. So... And I think it's just easier to use than, you know, sometimes they'll have these really thin medical tape. They'll say, put that down and then put the site or Dexcom on top of that, which also works, but it's just like more plasticky stuff on you that like will start peeling. You know, that's usually my issue. I hate by like day eight of the Dexcom, like it's like slowly peeling off. Like I hate that. So if I can minimize the amounts of tape on me, I will. Right. And I think that for a lot of people who are in more tropical climates. I know like when I'm in Florida and I'm getting in and out of the pool or like wanting to take a bath because I'm actually in a place where the bathtub is nice and clean as opposed to my New York City apartment. Um, I know that, or even on the beach, whatever, whatever situation you're in, it might seem like your pod, your insulin pump or your Dexcom, whatever, is falling off more frequently. But I will say, and this is kind of gross, but in the winter up north, I have more pods fall off because my skin is so dry. Um, So I try to make sure that I moisturize and then let it dry and then put a pot on. So sometimes I'll try and prep an area before, like a little while before I change my pod just so I'm not without insulin for a while. Um, But yeah, so if anyone's prone to dry skin, would definitely recommend finding your your middle ground between moisturized and uh, dry. But kind of brings us to our next point, which is um, adhesive swaps. So it or situations where you can add a product like Mm -hmm. dot 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 like I'm like holding I wish you guys could see us right now because I'm holding this like I'm a real influencer. (laughs) She's in practice. There's this product (laughs) there's this product called skin tack. And it comes in liquid form with like a little tiny brush at the end, but it also comes in swab forms, like little wipes, like alcohol swabs almost. Um, I prefer the liquid form. I kind of feel like it's easier to use somehow. Um, I haven't had to use it lately. I think the new adhesive on my sites seems to be working better. But in the past, I had to use it for my Dexcom because it would always peel off. And what I would do, there's two things. You can either like wipe the liquid or the swab onto the skin and then let it dry a tiny bit and then put your, put your gadget on. Or what you can do, and honestly, I got this hack from someone else, but they just took the liquid skin tack. They would peel off the protective covers on their Dexcom um, before they stick it on their skin. And, bef- and 
you would take the liquid and just sort of drop it onto the Dexcom adhesive part. Am I making sense? Yeah. I'm trying to like make so you this almost like and it's not. You don't want to like brush it, it on because then it'll stick. Then it'll but, get yeah. too soggy. But, but drop it on and kind of distribute it evenly, and then place yeah, it on the skin. Yeah, just kind of distribute it with a little brush. Let it dry on the actual Dexcom adhesive first for again like thirty seconds or something, and then stick it on as you normally would. And oh my god, that thing sticks forever <laughs> um it is it's so insanely effective and i personally have not had any you know reaction bad reactions to the skin tack it's so so effective um so i suggest that for everyone it's like magic liquid and i honestly i got it on amazon um i think i think it is one of those things if you like want to be able to use your hsa dollars if, if this lingo makes sense to you if you want to be able to use like um you know your medical medical money for it, i think you can technically get your doctor to actually prescribe it for you but honestly it's super easy to get on amazon I, it's between like 10 and 15 dollars it lasts forever i've been using the same bottle for five plus years and I'm not exaggerating because you need so little of it your bottle looks kind of, um, it looks kind of dope too it looks a little uh boutique it's kind of like retro yeah. looking LOL. right um I like well we'll we'll add some pictures yeah of this is not products. sponsored by any of these products just so you know we just decided we would yes. share the share the word share the wealth um but it exactly does... we're using a lot of name brand items that are not paying us anything because wouldn't that be nice but we're just telling you this because we genuinely like them um so on the same vein again still talking specifically to tech um Mm -hmm. i personally don't do that well with the skin um skin tack it's just my skin Uh is very sensitive although it does depend on where in my body i put my pump or my dex or my cgm Mm -hmm. um my arms are usually a little bit more sensitive than like my butt or my thighs my thighs I almost always get like irritation from from things oh same Uh, but it's also a good place because I can't use my arms for everything um but I will say that I love skin grips um Mm -hmm. it's like an overlay adhesive that is really wearable and it kind of it moves with your skin and it doesn't feel stiff and it comes in variety of colors but it also comes in like I just go with a nice neutral hue. Um, But I will say that sometimes, I mean, they make these for pumps too. It's not just for your CGM. And it's like been Mm -hmm. a lifesaver for my Omnipod because I find that my Omnipod comes off a lot more easily, knock on wood, than than my CGM. But that being said, it does such a great job that sometimes when I take it off, it'll take off. Not only does it hurt and like it'll take off a little bit of skin, but it leaves a lot of residue behind, which Mm. leads us to our next tip. Miriam is like such an influencer right now. I wish you guys could see her. You can probably hear these like things like jangling around. I hope this isn't too ASMR for you. I hope it is. I love ASMR. Um, (laughs) ASMR. Oh my God, we have to do... (laughs) It's like alcohol swabs being ripped open. Flicking the vial. The the product I use to get that residue off, and as Emily was saying, I use, it's called Unisolve. And this is another product that comes in both liquid or um, wipe form. So it's kind of your personal preference. I happen to have the wipes with me because they're just super easy to travel with. 
Um, but it's this—it's kind of you know how some people will use like essential oils to rub stickers off of things. It's like the same concept. It's this really oily consistency, but it takes that adhesive right off. Um, I'm a big fan. I know there's a couple different um, brands of this. Like my husband like works in a hospital, so he he snatched some from the hospital once for me. He's like, oh, this will be great for you. And it's another brand I had never heard of, um, but same does the same exact thing. It's just like super oily, and it gets off all that residue, and it feels really nice and smooth on your skin. Yeah, I always get this like ring of it's literally just leftover adhesive. It's like gray stuff mm-hmm. that's stuck to my skin. Oh yeah, and it'll like I'll try and scrub it off in the shower. I'll try and do this and that, uh-huh. and eventually I just have to like pick it off, which is gross. Yeah. Um, or sometimes I just like am lazy and yeah. don't really care. Or forget and, like, about four it. Four days. Yeah, four days later, I'll look, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's so gross. It's still It's there. almost exclusively for my Dexcom sites, and I'm still yeah. a wimp and only wear my Dexcom sites on my stomach. So, because uh-huh. I can't wear my uh, my Omnipod on my stomach because it's gross, okay. but I get, like, infections when mm-hmm. I wear it on my stomach because of the weight of it. It's, like, gross. Anyways, moving on. Um it's my truth, guys. So, <laughs> uh, so you know, that's kind of everything in terms of technology that we wanted to touch on. Just a quick roundup of tips. Um, Flonase for sites. I've got one more. Oh, actually. sorry, sorry, well, I'll let you round up first. Do you want to wait? Oh, okay. Oh, now know. I'm I'll offered. do this. Yeah, yeah, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> so the one last thing. Um, and again, this is a hack I think I found from someone in the online community. So if it was you, like, let me know because I have no recollection. But it's called Cheru Balm, um, spelled like cherub, like that little like flying thing. Angel baby. Balm. <laughs> Angel baby. There you go. Um, and it looks like a giant glue stick. I think it was originally intended for like diaper rash or just general rashes for babies. But someone said, you know, when you take um, specific, I think more so for your infusion sites for pumps or when you take the Omnipod off, it's super sensitive. At least my skin is. It's super, it's a little bit of, it's a little bit swollen and inflamed and a little bit sensitive. Um, And for me, I get like super itchy. Like I just have this, I want to like scratch my site as soon as I take it off. So rub this cherry balm all over it. Um, it's so soothing. It like takes away that feeling of needing to scratch it and it, it heals really well. Like it won't leave any scabs or anything, um, once your site heals. So I'm a big fan of this. I'm sold. I keep showing it. I keep like showing Emily, but I wish I could show you listeners. We'll, we'll put a picture on the post. Well, yeah, we'll put like a list of all this stuff. So if you don't know how to spell it and things like that. Okay. So antihistamine for your sites, um, Dexcom and Omnipod, you can actually call and ask for an adhesive swap. They often have not hypoallergenic, Mm -hmm. but more sensitive skin options. So it's definitely worth calling and asking for that. Skin grips and skin tack, Mm -hmm. um, those are great and all of Miriam's amazing bombs that she suggested and also of course some (laughs) Miriam's the bomb Miriam's bomb bombs (laughs) Um, essential oils are great too I know we touched on that but they can do wonders if you have any lying around the house just be sure to clean the site the area Mm -hmm. eventually yeah also in in addition to like adhesive swaps for Dexcom they also have their own stickers yes like their own um, and they're clear that you can put on top they're clear 
Um, they're free. They're pretty effective. I don't think they're as hardcore as Skin Grip. Like, they're not going to stick as intensely. But I'll use the Dexcom ones because they're, – and they're totally free. It feels like the secret thing. You just sort of have to, like, email them or call them being like, by the way, like, in my next um, – you know, my next mailing, can you put in a little 10-pack of those extra adhesive things? Uh, but they're great. And I usually, I won't put them on at the beginning of my sensor right. session, which I think what they call. I'll usually wait until my sensor starts peeling a little bit, and then I'll put that guy on top. And it makes it last until the end. So lots of good options there. So many great for our tech people out there um Mm -hmm. for those of you that are into shots and i don't mean the fun alcoholic kind uh let's discuss the importance of rotating sites and not just shots Uh this is also applicable again for tech for infusions yeah um so i can't tell you how many people i've seen who are who have the built-up tissue from not rotating their sites and I know it's something our doctors tell us to do but when you find that good spot that has good absorption and is comfy like we've all we're all guilty of wanting to reuse it a couple of times but um Miriam's had a CDE I don't know what they're called now they're not called CDEs anymore I don't think yeah, I don't know what they're called yet either, but this was like, yeah, like five years ago or something. I was talking with a CDE who was asking me about um, like site rotation. And at this point, I had, I've been on the pump for honestly over 15 years at this point. So I'd been on the pump for at least 10 years by then. And here's my like disclosure. I only to this day only put my sights on my butt cheeks um I, I when, when we were talking about this I told I used the word buttocks with Emily and she made fun of me but there's I'm like sorry. no there's no graceful or like not awkward way to say right. this but like that's where I put my pump sites like on my upper my upper butt cheeks and like so and I'll like venture out to the hips too that was like a big if a you're big feeling thing frisky if I'm feeling wild yeah so obviously I'm staying in a somewhat small area um and so obviously irritation and scar tissue is going to build up um so my method for avoiding scar tissue was just like okay on this site I put on the left side so I'll go to the right side the next site and then I'll go back to the left I'll go back to the right this this and that and the CDE was like I mean that makes sense I see why you do that but you're not really tracking so you're not really it's just not a good way to maximize all of the real estate you have on your body and so she's like listen let's if let's if we kind of like drew a a funny picture of my butt like two (laughs) ovals next to each other and we drew a grid and said okay if you're let's say you can fit nine different sites on your left butt cheek or something like that or if you're you know, if you're going more to the edges, maybe you can fit 12. Like, you can fit a certain amount. So if you have nine on the left side, nine on the right side, that's 18 site options you have to use. And if you're using each of those for three days, that's like 30 you – know, That's I can't do math that quick, but that's, you know, you're going a long time before you're ever reusing the same site. So she said, put start in, like, the top left corner – and when you're ready for your next site, instead of going over to the other cheek and just picking a random spot, go right next to where your former, where your original site was. So just kind of, again, I'm using my hands to illustrate this, and I know that you guys can't see me, but you just hop in from spot to spot that's next just, to each other. You're just going like you're just kind of moving your sites like 
two inches, maybe another two inches, and then you're moving down two inches and to the right two inches and just sort of it's like the Cupid shuffle. Them within. <laughs> it, it's kind of, it feels counterintuitive because it feels like, oh, I should give this whole side a break. Let me move to the other right. side. But it's totally fine if you're, if the skin feels okay, if it's not bothering you, if there's, you know, you don't feel any, you know, scar tissue under your skin it makes sense just to keep doing them right next to each other because you're more you're you're just using your real estate better and so then by the time you go through all the possible sites on the left side and now I'm going to go over to my right butt cheek and do all the possible sites there by the time I go back to that top left corner on my left butt cheek it's been a long time since I was in that spot right and so you're never really building up that really bad scar tissue um, and it's been working for me. It really is. Like, you know, sometimes I'll kind of lose track, but I try if I can. Just I'll, even when I'm doing a, putting a new site in, I keep my old site on for a little bit. And so I can, so I know exactly where to place the new one. It's like, okay, well, this one's here. I'm going to put this new one right next to it so I can kind of see exactly how far away they are from each other. And that's been super helpful for me. And, um, the same thing can be said for shots, for giving shots. You can yeah. kind of continue rotating. I mean, I prefer to do it in like a clockwise motion. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I was taught. But And I do. I'm guilty of hopping from side to side. But that's just me. Oh, no. Here comes the yawn. Excuse me. Whoa. <laughs> Yikes. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. So I think for shots, you can also – I've heard of people drawing – you know, little circles on themselves with mm-hmm. like medical friendly pens. I don't know what the deal is with that, but, or you can mark it with tape where you've been. There's a lot of different things that you can do. Um, skin tape that is, but moving on to, um, some of our favorite, uh, hacks for like everyday life or for traveling. Not that anyone should be traveling right now, but here we are. Um, mm-hmm. I, we both are big fans of the Frio, um, it's, yes. it's a cooling system that will cool your insulin without actual ice packs. So it's great for all you need is really water, room temperature mm-hmm. water, and that's it in the Frio and it does it, yeah. it cools it itself with these gels. Um, it's great. It can keep it, your insulin cool for up to 48 hours without you having to refill it and, mm-hmm. um, or resubmerge it, I should say. And it's super accessible. It's on Amazon. They sell it in Walmart. They sell it in Walgreens. Yeah. And I'm I'm a big fan of it. Also, if if you're going somewhere where you don't think you'll have easy access to a refrigerator or you just don't feel like – if if it just feels like it will be a challenge, this is nice because, again, all you need is water to to get it started. So you can just resubmerge it in your hotel sink or wherever you are, um, and you're ready to go. I will say it's not like it keeps the insulin like rigid. It's not like cold, cold, but it keeps it cool enough so you're not going into that danger zone of like, uh uh-oh, is my insulin overheating, unregulated? Yeah, yeah, overheating. Exactly. Um, so it keeps it very and and because it kind of like inflates a little bit with the water, it also feels like it's very protective. Um, when it's in your bag being tossed around, it's like a nice little cushion that also keeps things cool. Yeah. Um, and then as far as low snacks go, I was talking to Miriam about this. I mm-hmm. have been trying to be better about 
going for glucose tabs, but mm-hmm. I am so sick of glucose tabs. The chalky. The cho- so I don't know about you guys, and this might just be like a classic me situation, but I literally choked on a glucose tab once. <laughs> like not like oh, needed God. the hospital or anything, but, but like it's so dry. It was, it was so yeah. dry, and I accidentally breathed in while I was swallowing, and it ended up being like five Ugh. minutes of me like coughing up glucose and like powder was coming out of my mouth it was like it was a beautiful sight I think my boyfriend was terrified um but it really rubbed me the wrong way and I was like I just wanted my blood sugar to go up you know like and I did not need that extra five minutes of being low and coughing up glucose tabs now a few uh pharmacies sell glucose gummies and if you know what I'm talking about you know what I'm talking about but they're so good and they have like the same caloric intake and like you know nutritional facts and like the same size if I they're they're actually smaller size as glue well I I get them in the little star shapes because that's the only thing I've seen available but each one they're great because each one is only two grams of carbs so if you need like micro you want to do like micro yeah so for someone who's on loop like I am um Mm -hmm. it's or you know even you are on any form of something like that, or you just have are trending down and you want a little nice kick up, two two of the little stars are four grams. So I usually only end up eating like three of them, you know, with like a nice little six grams of carbs to get me back up. And you know, it's not liquid, so I don't have to worry about anything um, exploding in my bag or <laughs> anything like that. Good. Yeah. Um, but they they also just taste really good. Like, I was really hungry the other night, and I was guilty of having one. So, sorry, fam, but would recommend. I need to try that. My my go-to to avoid um, glucose tabs has been Starbursts, which I know a lot of people do. But I similar, it's, like, easy because they're four carbs per burst. Um, but I do find if I'm, like, walking or if it's cold out, like, it, they're hard to chew. They're hard sometimes to if you're, like if you're low it's like the energy exerting to chew that starburst i know it sounds so ridiculous but it's, it's like hard. Really hard and especially they go like if they're stale it's even harder and like i'm so guilty of just like finding things from like last year and i'm like oh yeah. it's oh still good it's candy it doesn't go bad well also, it goes bad. i cannot tell you how much time how many times i've done laundry and there's like starburst oh still left in yeah. my pockets it'll ruin oh things God. you got to cut shit out um yeah, T one D hack. Just like check your pockets yeah. before you do one. <laughs> Seriously, um, <laughs> but did you know that Starbucks actually Starbucks send help? I'm okay. I'm on the struggle bus today. Um, Starbucks actually have fat in them, um, which like oh, I'm all for not like so no one should really care. It down a little bit. Well, yeah. not just that. There was a period where I was eating a lot of Starbucks because I was like struggling mm-hmm. with the sugars, and my cholesterol came back high. And I was like, what is going on? And I'm not, it wasn't just that. I mean, cheese, mm-hmm. it's also because I love cheese. But I, like, have cut out since cut out Starburst. And I'm like, I just feel better. But it's, like, it's Same. wild to me. Like, I had no idea because I always had Starburst before if I didn't have any glucose tabs on hand. But now these gummies are, like, a nice happy medium. So for all of you all out right, there I'm that are looking. I wonder if they're on Amazon. I'm sure they are. But I'll I've just always, something. whenever I see them at CVS or Walgreens, I just buy, like, mm-hmm. two or three <laughs> bottles. Um, okay, so to wrap things up, I think uh, 
Oh, I did want to mention, I forgot, the insulin saving cards programs that um, Mm -hmm. are so, I mean, listen, it's not solving the problem of insulin prices, but if you, it is something that I feel like every diabetic should know about. And um, every insulin manufacturer has some version that you have to jump through all these hoops. Mm -hmm. But if you do jump through the hoops and you you do qualify, they can save you a lot of money. And especially because Mm -hmm. it's still a pandemic, I know that a lot of these programs are really solid right now. So would recommend checking those out. And that's super easy. Like really, and honestly for any sort of prescription, but specifically insulin, just Google like whatever the name of the medication is, savings card, and you will find something. I mean, you can use GoodRx. That's certainly helpful, but I'm a big proponent of just like googling everything yes we love to google we also have anxiety so maybe they're they're (laughs) there's probably a yeah sensing a correlation Um, there but we do find hacks so yeah uh, the only other hack I forgot to mention is I'm holding it in my hand but this is and again this is a highly specific hack for people who are using a tandem insulin pump but the little piece of rubbery plastic that covers the area where you plug in your pump for charging purposes that rubbery piece of plastic I don't know about for you guys but mine gets really like loose and starts kind of like stretching out a little bit after a while and it dries me up the wall like I just want to like have it flush against my pump um so Tandem actually sells replacements for those and it works so well so it comes in little two packs they're not cheap I'll say that I think it's like 15 to 20 dollars for two or like for a two-pack replacement thing but each one it lasts I'd say like every six months I change it um so 20 bucks a year to have like just for a personal preference of not having that like stretched out rubber highly suggest we'll uh we'll get a picture of that on there too because yeah. if you're like me and it's don't called, use I'm tandem at the I'm label, like, it's, it's so specific it says usb rubber door for all tandem pumps Love a good rubber door. Would recommend. Love a good rubber door. Uh, um, okay, so we're we're uh, coming down to our last two things. Again, we have really not been using any uh, any type of logis- logistical. I can't speak, Miriam. What happened to me? Maybe I'm low again. Uh, there hasn't. <laughs> we're not going in any particular order. Even as much as we tried at the beginning, now we're jumping all over the place. But um, the importance of movement with type one, I think that's something that I wish had been conveyed to me more Mm -hmm. or that I was more perceptive to. And a movement doesn't mean you have to work out every day. It doesn't mean you have to go for a run every day. It can literally be just doing some squats, doing some jumping jacks. Like whenever you're feeling a stubborn sugar come on and, or if like you want your insulin to start working more quickly because you Mm -hmm. just had a really fast acting carb situation happen, then I would definitely recommend getting some squats, jumping jacks, running in place. That does wonders. Like it makes your insulin sensitivity chef's kiss. Quickly. Yeah, I think that's a good point. It's like, of course, having a routine, regular exercise program for yourself, like obviously that's great, like no complaints there, but it's, I think I call these like almost like micro exercise moments throughout your day for exactly that point like okay I've been working from home sitting on my couch I've been really sedentary for the last two hours I want to eat this muffin and I'm gonna but I'm gonna do some squats when I bolus because what that does it's it gets your opens up those blood vessels it gets your blood moving more quickly makes the insulin move around more quickly um 
and it works and you will you will notice a difference this isn't like oh everybody's different like I promise you you will see your insulin work faster right so if you're able to definitely recommend doing that Mm -hmm. um but honestly, I even do it just when I see that I'm trending up or that I feel a high yeah. coming. It's not even necessarily like while my insulin's going in or while I'm pre-bolusing. So you can uh, try it at your own pace and definitely recommend monitoring because, again, it really works. It might, yeah, exactly. It might, might come as a surprise. And I wouldn't recommend surprise doing you. like a 20-minute workout right before you eat Mm -hmm. when you just gave yourself insulin like again these are micro like I'm talking like 50 squats or like 50 jumping jacks and calling it a day yeah um which brings me to our last note and this is a little bit food related but if you're anything like me I am obsessed with cooking and baking um Mm -hmm. but that being said I'm trying to find things that are a little bit easier on the shugs that don't cause big spikes big peaks and valleys Mm -hmm. um but there you know there's nothing wrong with indulging and having whatever your heart desires because we can do that we're all able to but these are two instagram accounts that miriam and i follow that are usually gluten-free and or have like a somewhat low glycemic index they use more natural Mm -hmm. things by things i mean ingredients i'm obsessed with the toasted pine nut i kind of just wanted to be able to bring this up Interesting. I, I'm my own personal favorite too, I, which is I wrote her, ambitious. I picture. wrote her down for you. Uh, you know, I'm obsessed. Yes. With her. So we love these people. They're both great, mm-hmm. um, strong moms who <laughs> really love to make nutritious things, but they never hinder themselves. Like they use sugar, they just make mm-hmm. it coconut sugar or brown sugar, or you know, they use it in smaller mm-hmm. capacity and then substitute the rest with like agave or maple syrup or honey. It's just things that I found. I can eat almost all of everything I've made and have have it be like a normal mm-hmm. or not, maybe like not even a slow blood sugar reaction, but like it takes the guessing work out more of my digestible. spikes. Yeah, it's like it's more yeah. straightforward. Whereas if I were to go to Panera and buy a muffin, like that's a whole other thing. They might provide you with all the nutritional information, but mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily play out as I'd expect. I Ambitious Kitchen and the Toasted Pine Nut provide you with nutritional information on everything yes. that they do. And they Which break down the helpful. different types of fat too. Cause like, I know mm-hmm. for me, saturated fat will definitely help me maintain like a, not like a lower curve, like not a, not as much of a mm-hmm. spike. Whereas like, I don't think they make anything with polysaturated fats, but like something with polysaturated fats still causes Mm -hmm. like more of a spike later on. Like there's all these different things to take into account because if you're listening to this, then you know, diabetes is not easy. Um, Mm -hmm. But both of these accounts have great options. They have gluten-free options for our celiac pals. They have Mm -hmm. vegan options for our plant-based pals. There's a million different things. And while we're big believers in indulging and having whatever diet you choose that Mm -hmm. makes you feel healthy and happy, these are just two people that I really wanted to give a shout out to because yes. I just made uh, the Toasted Pine Nuts hot cocoa cookies last night and holy crap, mm. they are, and my mom's a chef and I work for Martha Stewart and so like all we do is like, recipe yeah, we make like a million recipes like, and we we're not big on substitutions in my family, like not at all. Mm-hmm. Like it is, if it's in the recipe, you do it, you know, it is what it is. You figure it out. Cause you don't want to alter the chef's intentions, you know, uh-huh. um, <laughs> love you mom. But 
for me, it's been kind of like, I'm not necessarily making substitutions. These are recipes created by these women from start to finish that mm-hmm. are using ingredients intentionally. So that are just easy. Yeah, yeah. like almond flour and agave, maple syrup, all yeah. those things. And like, for example, like my most recent one, I just finished them, but I was really craving just like a big bakery blueberry muffin. I love blueberry muffins. I couldn't tell you the last time I had one, but I really wanted it. And all like the ones that you get at a cafe or anywhere, they're so carby. And again, indulge when you want to indulge. Sometimes you just want the freaking muffin. Right. But when I'm sitting at home all day, every day, I don't, it just didn't seem, I was like, I bet there's like an easier way to make blueberry muffins that hit the spot. And um, Ambitious Kitchen's blueberry muffins really hit the spot. And they're so easy. Um, really low glycemic. Like my, bolus is very predictable and i'm just the biggest fan i tell everyone i know to use ambitious kitchen would recommend toasted pine nut ambitious kitchen we'll tag them in this post on instagram maybe they'll give us a shout out who knows fingers crossed uh what a dream dream. so that about wraps up this very hodgepodge all over the place episode that hopefully you were able to find out some new information maybe try some things that work for you and let us know any hacks that we should try ourselves. We love the hack life that is piecing together life with type 1 diabetes. So thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Here's my little spiel, Miriam. Do you have anything to add before the spiel? No, I'm ready. Okay, she's ready. So follow us on Instagram at pancreas underscore pals. Follow us on Facebook at pancreas pals PP. Sign to our DMs on either or both. We love to hear from you. Or and and slash or uh, email us at pancreaspals123 at gmail.com. Even if it's just a hello. Again, we'd love to hear your hacks, how you're doing, how you're getting through this pandemic and anything and everything diabetes. So thank you guys so much for following along. We'll be back in a few weeks with another episode. Stay safe this holiday season. Make good choices. I sound like a mom, but I mean it. And we love you and are thinking of you guys. Have a good week. Bye, guys. Bye.